Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the CVCS Chapels podcast. This morning, we're bringing you the elementary chapel from this week, which again comes from Pastor Seth Ebel. He is the pastor of discipleship at the Shoreline Church in San Clemente, California. And his message this morning was called Joining God's Family. As always, we hope you enjoy the message. Thanks for listening. have our regular friend here today. He's just one of us. We need to start sending him the dress up day so he can come appropriately. But again, we love him. So Mr. Seth Ebel, will you come talk to us? Thank you. Thank you, Miss Day. Miss Day is fantastic. Good morning. How's everybody feeling today? Man, I was loving watching you guys worship. Hey, listen, when, when we were singing Jesus Loves Me, this is sermonette. This is the second little sermon before the sermon begins. But when we were singing Jesus Loves Me, I thought of this one quote from a guy named Carl Bart. It's kind of a funny name. But basically, he was the smartest of all smart Bible studiers. Like this guy knew his Bible backwards and forwards, and he was super, super smart. And one day, someone asked him, what is the biggest truth, the most amazing truth about the Bible, about Scripture, that you could tell us from all your years of studying God? And you know what he said? He thought about it for a second, and then he said, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. It's a beautiful song. It's a simple truth, right? We sing it. As kids, you guys sing it. And even the smartest people in the world who know their Bible so well say, that's the greatest truth. Isn't that awesome? It really, really is. Okay. Well, my name is Seth, and today we're continuing to talk about the whole storyline of the Bible. And today we're actually going to talk about a girl in the Bible. Can I hear some noise from the girls this morning? You. So we're going to hear about a girl in the Bible who is absolutely famous, so famous, in fact, she's so famous, boys and girls, that a whole book of the Bible was named after her. And her name, anybody know it? Ruth. Very good. I heard it back here. I heard it over there. All of you guys get A's, A pluses. Her name is Ruth. Now, a little bit of background on Ruth. Here's the story. We have this family in Bethlehem. Remember, Bethlehem is where Jesus was born. And they're in Bethlehem, and it's during the time of the judges. Now, that period of history lasted for about 400 years, and this is one of the few stories that we have from the book of Judges that is meant to make us encouraged, okay? Because we're going to see through this story that God has a plan even when things look super dark and difficult. And so this family is, uh, they're in Israel, and there is a famine, now, a famine means there's, like, no food anywhere, okay? Have you ever been, like, super-duper hungry? And what do you say when you're super-duper hungry to your mom or your dad? I'm starving! You're like, oh, my God, oh, I'm so hungry, I'm so hungry. When is dinner? I'm starving. And we all say that, don't we? But are we actually starving? No. We're not really, really starving. However... At this time in history, in Bethlehem, there was this family, and they were, at, hands down, really quick, 
hands down. They were really, really hungry. They were so hungry for food, and there was none to be found in all the land of Israel. So guess what they did? They went to another land. They went to a land called Moab, who all throughout the Old Testament, Moab was a enemy of Israel, but they didn't care, right? Because they're like, we're starving. We need food. And so they go to Moab to try to get some food, and they do. They find food, and what happens is, this is kind of a, the sad part of the story, okay? So this family, a mom, a dad, and they've got, uh, they've got some sons. The dad dies, and then the sons marry some Moabite women, so some foreign women from the land. And then guess what happens? It's even more sad. The sons die. So now the dad is dead, and the two sons are dead, and, but they married two women, Okay? And these women were Moabite women, and now all that's left is the mom with her two daughter-in-laws, the, the girls that her sons married, right? And so the three of them are like, what are we going to do? Because at this time, you couldn't just like get a job. You couldn't like go to Starbucks and get a job because Starbucks wasn't around, obviously. But it, it was a culture where you could never do something like that. And so they had to try to find husbands all over again. Now, here's what happened. Naomi's super sad. Her name is Naomi. She's the mommy. She's super sad, and she's like, you know what? You girls stay here. Get remarried. I'll be fine. I'm going to go back to Israel. And so one of the daughters says, okay, that sounds like a plan. I'm going to go marry someone and start my life over. The other daughter, her name is Ruth, and she says, you know what? I will never leave you. I'm going to be with you forever because I want to show you how loyal my love is to you. Isn't that awesome? And so she travels back with her to Israel, and a bunch of things happen, a bunch of things in the story that we really don't have time to talk about today. But basically, there's this guy, there's this farmer, and his name is Boaz. Everybody say Boaz. That's an interesting name, huh? Maybe you could name one of your stuffed animals Boaz and just be like, Mom, Dad, this is Boaz, my pet giraffe. And then what happens is, so Boaz actually, he marries Ruth. And so he, he gets married to Ruth, and in this way, he redeems the family to redeem something. Have you ever had a, um, like a can of, of Coke or a can of Sprite or a can of like fizzy water or something? And you take it to the store, and guess what? Do they give you money for that? Sometimes they do. I don't know, I'm not sure if you guys know about this, but they'll give you like five cents, I think, or something. And I'm obviously not a great recycler, but you get a little bit of money, and, and that's called redeeming it. You pay, you hand it in, and you get something in return. And so this is kind of a picture in the Bible that this family of Naomi and her daughter-in-law, Ruth, their lives get redeemed because Boaz steps in, and he marries Ruth. So it's a really, really beautiful picture of what God can do. Now, three lessons that I just want to go over very, very quickly. If God can take something away you never expected to lose, he can replace it with something you had never imagined having. See, what happens, guys, in life is that sometimes really difficult things can happen in our lives, right? Eyes up here. Really hard things can happen, and we can go, how is anything ever good going to come from this, right? Guess what? We have, a, uh, we have a little boy. He's not so little anymore. He's 16 years old, but he was born with what's called special needs. 
Anybody know what special needs is? Yeah. So he's, you guys know, but basically he has seizures, and he's had 10 brain surgeries. Isn't that crazy? He's had 10, 10 times they've operated on his brain. But guess what? He's gotten better and better. And so even though he has special needs, and even though me is his daddy and his mommy, my wife, Vanessa, even though we sometimes have a hard time, we have seen how God has redeemed it in so many beautiful ways, which just goes to show you that God can do anything with even the hard things in our lives. Isn't that awesome? Do you have a question right there? You don't. You just sometimes find to have your hand up. I love it. Um, okay, hands down. So uh, that's, that's point number one. And here is a scripture. We're going to put it up on the screen. Isaiah 61, verse 3. To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes. Are ashes kind of ugly and gross? And they're like kind of black and they get all over your hands and they're kind of crazy, right? But the Bible says that God will actually give us beauty in exchange for ashes. So sometimes we bring him ashes of our lives and we go, God, I need you to do something with this. And he makes it beautiful. Isn't that awesome? Second thing we learn is that God uses small things to accomplish great plans. Do you guys, are you going to make some choices today? You're going to make a choice to listen to your teachers? You're going to make a choice on what to eat for lunch? All of these little choices, you guys, can make a big, huge difference. Isn't that crazy? And so what the story of Ruth teaches us is that even though we think things are not that big of a deal and we make a ton of choices every day, God is moving behind the scenes to carry out his purposes. And so if we're connected to Jesus, if we're making decisions because our hearts are close to Jesus then that means he's going to do amazing things even when it doesn't seem like it, okay? We're going to skip that scripture because of time. We're going to go to our last point. God gave us the ultimate redeemer in Jesus. So just, you guys, just as Boaz in this story, he's the one who marries Ruth, and he's the one who makes Ruth's life brand new. That's what Jesus does. That's exactly what Jesus does. Jesus says, give me the ashes of your life. Give me the hard parts of your life, and I'm going to turn them into something beautiful and good. We'll close with this scripture. Look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7, up on the screen. It says, he, that is Jesus, is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son. So, God's son purchased our freedom, and he forgave our sins. Isn't that awesome, you guys? So just remember, even if things feel insignificant and you're making all kinds of decisions today, God is working behind the scenes to do something amazing. Isn't that great? All right, would you pray with me? Father God, thank you so much uh, for the book of Ruth. Thank you for what this extraordinary woman who trusted you, who was loyal, um, who was brave, who uh, took risks and expressed faith in big kinds of ways. Thank you for what she teaches us about you. And thank you that ultimately it was through her line, her and Boaz, that uh, Jesus came onto the scene. And so we remember that too this morning. We thank you. We praise you. I just pray for blessing over each and every boy and girl in this room this morning, that they would walk in your victory today in your spirit, in your truth, in your love. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen.
This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cvcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.